This is the Bartender Journey Podcast. It's the Bartender Journey Podcast number 160. This is the podcast to talk all about bartending and cocktails and spirits. Thanks for joining me today. My name is Brian Vincent Weber, and uh, I'm recording today in a hotel room, and i uh, got a few things going on, but uh, I, know, I know last week I mentioned that I, there might not be a show this week because I was going to Baltimore for the uh, Bar Institute event. That's I had the dates a little mixed up. That's actually next week, so... Next week, you might not hear from me, but uh, I'm here today, and uh, I'm recording this, uh, as I said, in a hotel room, and uh, I, I have an interview here that I recorded in Las Vegas at the Nightclub and Bar Show, and it's all about washing your glasses, and uh, we've been having a lot of trouble with our dishwasher at, at the bar that I work at, and uh, the, just the, dish, the glasses come out so spotty, and it's a lot of work to, to get them looking clean, to polish them up, so... Uh, anyway, while I was in Vegas, I talked to uh, this gentleman about getting your your glassware clean, and uh, I think it's uh, it's helpful. Maybe not not a real sexy interview. Not you know, <laughs> we're not talking cocktails this week. We're talking about cleaning dishes, but uh, but it's important. So uh, here we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about getting your glassware clean. Moyo Debo. Moyo Debo is a glass washing dishwashing company. My name is Anthony Patel, and I'm the national director of sales. Washing glasses for the bar is difficult. And, like, if, if you send your glasses back to the regular dishwasher and they go through, through the same dishwasher as all that greasy food, they don't come out good. Uh, nine times out of ten, they don't. And especially because th- those dishwashers that are in the back of the house are overflow models. And what that means, they usually have nine gallons or more in their tank. And it wouldn't make sense to uh, drain all that water out every cycle so they reuse some of that water for the wash and there's some greases and fats that go through there that it wouldn't go through a glass washer per se right so it attaches to the glass when it dries there'll be some residue on that yeah. and they, even though you use rinse aid and, and and you have a high degree final rinse if that water is in the if that wash water is still dirty it can still travel over that glass and if it's heavy grease fats animal fats dairy product all that stuff that stays on the glass so it's very important to consolidate that not run your your wine glasses or your beer glasses through there especially with people that are that are pouring high gravity beers they're 10 to 12 dollars you want clean glass and when it when it comes out there and you 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 know you 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 have that glass it's dirty but it's supposed to be clean that can affect that can affect more than one thing that can affect sales it's sanitized but it's not clean it doesn't look clean right it could have some dried egg on it and it is sanitized because it hit it, oh in the spots but the, the, you can use rinse aid that, that does help alleviate that and rinse aid in those larger machines are just not used as much it's a sheeting action but on the smaller glass washers you have a detergent and then you can have a rinse aid at the end that will sheet it let's start with the the, the way at my bar yeah. we send all the glasses back to the dishwasher right right they come out spotty disgusting we have to polish every single glass, and it's so time-consuming, and it's off. It, it's it's too expensive. It, it it takes the time away from dealing with customers, and you want to you want that register to ring up. You want to serve as many drinks as you can. If you're sitting there polishing glasses, they're not ringing up customers. They're not giving customers the attention they need. Things like that. Just just uh, and especially like a neighborhood bar where they have time to talk and and, and get to know the the, the patron. Um, Maybe they can spend a little time cleaning the glasses, but when you're in a higher volume environment where you're providing glass 
drinks and, and wine glasses and yada, 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 all that is it's, it's a completely different environment. You lose money. But in a slower environment, yeah, you can totally lose money that way. So now I'm paying people to polish my glasses. So they have to get here two hours earlier than they would otherwise. <laughs> Yeah. Because they need clean glasses. Well, well, we have glasses. There are two types of glass washers, too. There's a high temp and low temp. There's two trains of thought. A high temp dishwasher sanitizes our glass washer, sanitizes at 180 degrees. So that 180 degrees, final rinse, hot water, has rinse aid in it, so it has a sheeting action. It sterilizes at the same time, and when it comes out, it flash dries, so it dries quicker. But there's a drawback because it's warm, so you can't put your glass in there and pour your Jack and Coke, it might dilute it a little bit. So you have to stage that. There's another issue. Now, low temp doesn't involve that. And a lot of uh, places in Las Vegas have our SW um, conveyor glass washer and a rotary style, which is our DF's model. It's smaller. It's more compact, the DF. The DF, what it does is it has a hot water, 140-degree wash with detergent. It rotates through, goes through a cold water rinse with a sanitizer either iodine or chlorine, and then it goes through one last final stage of cold water rinse or final rinse. How long does that take to make well, that cycle? It, well, the first cycle will be two minutes, but you're adding glasses. This machine is about the volume. It's a 1,200 glasses an hour, but the volume, what's important about this is when you're loading this machine, it's it's multi, for multiple bartenders to go to. So they start putting the glasses in, and once that first session of glasses make it through in about two minutes, then it's just the flow, stop and go, stop and go. And there's a constant flow of cold water glass, cold water rinse glasses, which means they can go into service right away. Won't melt the ice. You can just start, you can put your ice in there, pour your Jack, pour your Coke or Pepsi product, and go for it. It can stop. Right. Yeah, well, that's my question. Like, you know, we're busy, we're putting glasses in there, we go away from the machine for a minute. Yes, and you have the opportunity to walk away, and it has a lever that will shut it. The, the minute you pull that glass, that clean, cool glass, it'll pop open, and it'll start the process. It doesn't have any componentries uh, like circuit boards or anything. It's just a very simple system, and that's the key. A lot of people in, in Las Vegas appreciate that. There's no circuit boards to go wrong. It's just a simple pump. It's just the, uh, this, the, the, there's, They're not spinning spray arms. They're fixed. It's just a very simple product. I, I guess my main uh, question or uh, what I'm confused about is, like, sure. it, are my glasses coming out so dirty because of that grease that's in the machine well and if you're in the back of the kitchen yes you don't want to mix the two with this here it's not being nothing else is going through this but glass right. so that's the key they know they'll be clean and sanitized um and ready to use there's one problem no, no polishing needed well they're wet so they're it's for high production meaning i understand what you're asking about the polishing side no, because they're putting it right in production right away. In production, I'm meaning fill it with ice, tea, or your spirits, wine, beer. They may dry it for beer, but they have so many, and they'll stage them, and they'll just put them upside down on a mat that has air under them to dry them. So, so it's, 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 it's really a process that can be done differently in different bars, but the idea is, is to have a clean glass. And you're talking about that grease-free type glass, that's probably a high temp more so than a lower temp. The low temp will make sure it's clean and can go into production and sanitize for banquet halls. Things that, that there's multiple people eating, drinking, everything from coffee to, to, to you know, a full-service bar. So you, you'll have that opportunity to produce clean glasses at a high rate of speed. 
And if you have to dry them, you might have to dry them. But that polishing and doing all that is also a water quality issue that can come from different states. So we could discuss a lot of things about water quality. We, we if you're if you're in Wisconsin, it's different than it is in Florida. Water, the hard water is a big hard problem. Water, that's exactly right. So you have hard water, and that will leave those white spots on glasses if you don't have filters. We don't. We're not in the filter business. We're in the manufacturing of glass washers. We don't get involved with that. But you we recommend do. putting a filter on this. Absolutely, it, it, it saves the life of the machine. There's a lot of um, processes in cleaning where you have to delime a machine, and that's uh, putting a, a detergent in there and washing it to descale it, taking the minerals that have been attacked by the caustic detergents it 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 excites them almost and they they stick to the stainless steel and when you put in a delimer or just basic vinegar and run wash it'll 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 loosen that scale and drain out and that's a part of the maintenance of a machine what about uh chlorine in water yeah chlorine in water um they've been putting in swimming pools for a long time i think so it's okay i have issues mainly with um high draft beers and wine glasses people who are paying a a premium for a product and want to taste the beer and want to taste that wine and really smell their bouquets and things like that um, you would stay away from that you'll find where they use a high temp sanitization not the chlorine and that's a high temp dishwasher it's just hot water and and that hot water won't leave a chlorine residue or aroma on that glass just to clarify what you just said a, a hot water sanitization that's a final rinse the final rinse after it washes so like you would wash in your sink a glass in a soap suddy uh solution then you would take it over to the right side of the sink and turn the water on hot or cold and wash all that soap off of it and then let it drip dry or let it sit beside it that is what we would consider in the dish machine a final rinse that moving over to get rid of the chlorine well not the chlorine is not in a high temp the chlorine is only used as a sanitizer in a low temp and that's what we were talking about on the no, DF. I'm talking about the water source, you know, I mean. Oh, oh, you're talking about the actual chlorine they put it. That's fluoride usually, not chlorine. Okay. So it's fluoride. That's the difference. Uh, fluoride, those, that's an osmosis system that you can create. A lot of people sell them. No, but I mean, the water source from our town has a lot of chlorine in it. it they or, have a lot of or, or fluoride. Fluoride and chlorine. Fluoride's what they, they, they put in out of. Yes, they do. So absolutely, there are companies even here at this trade show that have water filtration systems that eliminate that. And it, and it, and it affects everything from the sinks to their toilets to their to to the hand wash soap that, that suds up better when it's, I mean, the soap. And the water that's going into the dishwasher. That's right, absolutely. We do not sell those, but we do recommend them. Absolutely. So we just misunderstood each other there. But no, so but the chlorine that you use as a as a, um, a sanitization process, it's an additive that the health department recommends either iodine or chlorine in a low temp machine on its final rinse. Do you see what I mean? So that's a chemical additive that has to be added to the process for them to say that is a, is a sanitized glass. And, and, and that's, and that's by no the health. Health codes, the health codes which are different town, town to town, or city. They vary, state to vary, state. but overall, there's NSF rules, and those NSF rules have temperature, and that's 180 degree final rinse, which will bring the glass to 160 degrees, which will kill kill any bacteria, any any foodborne illnesses, and things like that on a glass. They're completely sanitized at that point, and then they they dry naturally, and 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 by vapor pulling it out that cool air hits it it shocks it it dries pretty quick but it's a warm glass and you're talking about operations and getting a cool glass with liquor poured in it to make money there's issues so there's so many it's 
I never thought you would think this much about a dish machine or a glass washer. But there's a lot to think about. There's a lot to think about. I mean, what we do at my bar, like I said, we you know send those glasses back to the dishwasher. They come out spotted. Right. We have to polish every single glass, which is so ridiculous and time-consuming. And then we put them on a shelf. So, I mean, they have to look nice you, on the shelf. Absolutely. It's presentation. It's your product. Yeah, and, 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 and it can't also, be wet. And it can't be wet. And, you're, and you're, you're pouring products, whether it's a Budweiser product or a high-end California wine. Those are products that you're selling, and they want them to have the best experience because they're going to come back and get another one and another. And they'll, it's just, it makes sense. It's just very easy. We, we did a wine dinner about a week ago, and uh, we, we had about 60 guests for the dinner. Yeah, but each guest needed ten glasses. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> and like so, every, so they brought in the entire staff. You know, like two hours early. Yeah, the entire staff of like ten or twelve people to polish was glasses pol- yeah. for two hours. Uh, do you notice silverware? Do you notice that you're washing sil- uh, polishing silverware as much? I'm a I'm a bartender. Right? On I, the bar yeah. side. Yeah. <laughs> well, we run into that in in, in the polishing the silver, and and then that's usually a high temp. Rents, but we do have separate stainless steel or silverware wash machines that will separately wash that aside of everything because of the grease residue that comes off the plates and things like that. It's usually animal fat and cheeses and yeah. you know mac and cheese and a burger on a plate or well, you, you see what you know oils. you see what the kitchens do when they're sending everything absolutely they do through the dishwasher right. and it's like chicken this is wings messy galore yeah stuff. the grease that's right. And glasses should be separated. I would be a big fan of that because my sales would go up. But they, but sometimes it's just not practical. They don't have the space. Well, that, I was just about to ask you that. Like, do you run into challenges? Like, I don't have room to put that machine behind my right. bar. We totally run into that. But most municipalities all over the United States, man, are man, they, they not mandate, or it's mandatory to have a three sink cleaning compartment. Yeah. So that takes up that can take up right. almost six feet. So we have solutions from 24 till you have a 24 wide uh, dish machine. Yeah, or the, pro- the profile of this is not that not, not that, that bad. not that bad. not that bad. And then you can have a dry table and a clean table on one side. Excuse me, dirty and clean. Right. And 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 the clean table would be your drying station or your your, your clean glass setup. Um, behind bars, you'll see them function really really well that way. Yeah. Yeah. You could even put it, you know, in the in the storage room or to, you yeah. know. Yeah, we, we, we have, uh, there's a local bar in North Carolina that uh, actually has an undercounter that, that is used to only gla- wash glass, and it was specifically designed, and it was in a small little closet area that was specifically designed to wash glasses, and they use it, and they use it efficiently. Yeah. And, and, it's, and their glasses are as shiny and clean as, as th- th- what they expected. And, and, and people, that's, that's uh, I mean, you go down to Louisiana, uh, New Orleans, they can't, their footprints are so small, they're, they're historic buildings. You go to Boston, these guys, New York City, for instance, they can't fit these things in there, and they're finding a way to do it um, uh, with the smaller units. They, they do have some 18 inches wide in the, in the industry. Um, right. So this is, what is this, 24? This is, this is 24 total wide. So you're looking, but you, most people have the 24 inches. So you, you, you're okay with that. And they are designed to go under under the bar. Yeah. And they'll slide back so they'll only come out as far as your, your wells and everything and your, everything else. So, so it's, it's worth it. Okay, there you go. I hope uh, you learned a little something there. I know I did. And, uh, well, this is – we're going to wrap it up for this week. We didn't do a book of the week or a cocktail of the week this week. But uh, I'm busy. I got stuff going on. And, uh, and like I said, next week I'll be down in Baltimore for the uh, Bar Institute event. And I may not get a podcast out to you next week. But uh, in two weeks I'll be – 
wait a minute, I got that great interview with Mimi Burnham, and uh, well, I'll try to get that out if I can uh, next week, or if not, it'll be the week after. But uh, she, she's awesome. She uh, works at Porchlight here, uh, Danny Myers uh, Cocktail Bar in Penn, and uh, we, we had a great chat uh, just before our USBG meeting, actually. And uh, so I want to get that out to you as soon as I can. So uh, hopefully I'll get that to you next week. If not, if you don't hear from me next week, it'll be the week after. And I'll talk to you then. Cheers.